welcome back. Hello. Wow, it's here we are, and it's season eight, can you believe? Season eight. Ocho. I know, it's, well, it seems like a lot of seasons for, um, you know, for the relatively short amount of time we've been doing this. It does, but I suppose it's the, the way that we've carved up those seasons into um, beautiful little sort of six six segmented chunks each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, we'll, we'll have more seasons than The Simpsons before long. <laughs> Which will be saying something. Absolutely. What did the what did the Simpsons take over from? Was it the Flintstones? As the longest running for seasons at American television? I think it might have I, been. I have no idea. It's irrelevant. Uh anyway, welcome back. It's Baker and Wright. He's yes. Baker. Uh, he's right. What? You nearly trapped me into like saying and piece. I'm right. Oh, set shit. piece. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, yes. the, we've ne- we haven't lost the magic in the off season, obviously. Yeah, for those of you just <laughs> tuning in, uh yeah, well, we hope to attract new listeners all the time. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, we have. yes, we have. Um, yep. Part of that has been the enormously successful Facebook page. Yeah, people are oh, people engaging on Facebook with us all of the time. And really. I love that. I love <clears> that. <throat> Keep engaging on Facebook. Yeah, the same two people. Let's, you know, um, don't, well, there's, you know. No, the, I mean, it's good. The diehard yeah, we, fans. We, uh, we, we like you to engage with us. Yeah, um, there's been some direct messages as well. Mm-hmm. So um, Jared's just having a drink uh, at the moment. I'll, I'll, I'll fill the gap. I'm very Seems thirsty. He's a thirsty individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably time to mention that we are in a brand new studio. Brand new studio. Brand new equipment. Brand or oh, it's just wow. No expense spared. The dollar value to make sure that <laughs> those two people that are are, yeah, the recordings of these voices <laughs> are. Mint. Crystal clear. You couldn't see. I was making an unnecessary gesture then, uh, but... <clears throat> it reminds me of the classic Portuguese idiom, to give the donkey sponge cake. It does. This, you know, Callback, throwback to... I mean, yep. yeah, we have mentioned it, but yep. you know, it's never never a bad time to bring up that idiom, is no, it? No, never. Uh, and if look, if you're, if you're not one of the... One of the diehard fans, you don't. You're thinking, what does he mean? What does what does to give the donkey sponge cake mean? Uh, Jared, fill us in. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't actually. Oh, don't tell remember. me you've forgotten. Yeah, I have. Oh, it's like doing like going way way too far. Like the donk, it's a donkey. It obviously doesn't need yeah. a beautiful sponge cake. It just oh. needs uh, some musty old carrots or okay. something. Okay, because so I was sitting there thinking maybe it was that, you know, you're giving a donkey sponge cake. It's a metaphor for really liking donkeys and wanting to spoil them a little bit oh that too really it works on works on so many levels <coughs> yeah. which is which is great um well normally we ask each other what we've been up to mm. uh in the off season um it's been a, been a longer off season it's this been time. it's been a while yeah um i don't know exactly how long it's been but i think it's been around 10 weeks or eight weeks something like that something like that yeah um and we, of course we got up to something together uh, in the off season, uh, we got up to something together, and we also didn't get up to something together. Mm. The disastrous live shows. Yes, we were going to do a, a run of them. <laughs> um, it's look, we should address this at the top of the show. Yeah. There's no shame in uh, look saying no one came. Well, let's not say no one. There was a there was a good handful, good a good, a good handful of people at the first one, and then uh, we cancelled the second one. Uh, for fear of the same people turning up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did record the first one. It may be released in the future it as a bit be. of a bootleg. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, Jared, Christmas if, special. If, I, if I had to sum up a word to describe it, I would use the word debacle. Yeah, um, that's fair. Which it was. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, the equipment we used, 
cool. Yeah, it was again top top notch. THX. So esque. We are if we if we ever are called upon to do such a thing <laughs> again, well, we are sorted for that. Shit. <laughs> so far as equipment <clears throat> goes, you won't find two better equipped podcasters. No. Um but moving on, didn't even have the, to do a pledge me <laughs> from the shambles that was the the live shows, which um, I dare say we'll never repeat again. Um, what else have you been up to? Well, um, as as you know, I did. I very rarely do do uh, do comedy gigs, but um, but one of those rare occasions was uh, was last Monday. Did the fifth uh, the Humorous Arts Trust fifth anniversary gig. Yeah, I, I came along to that. Saw you yeah. performing. Bit of a collector's item to see you performing. Absolutely. You got um, your little uh, uke out, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Not a euphemism. You do Just play flop, the ukulele. Flop it out there. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it was it was a fun time. A lot of a lot of throwbacks. A lot. Johnny Potts did the first ever set he he, he ever did. Yep. A few, um, there were a few people sort of harking <clears throat> back to that, weren't they? But I don't yep. think anyone really stuck to the idea as faithfully as Johnny did. No, certainly yeah. not. It was very very cool. Very cool to see. Yeah, James um, Nikise, of course, emceed. Indeed. And you've been yeah. doing comedy with a lot of these people since almost since you started, or you would have been one of the first of that group to have started doing stand up and, and comedy, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of us um, start, started to do it around the, around the same time, probably too many years ago. Um, Uncle Jared remembers the mm-hmm. segment's called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, look, it's probably about. Let's say sixteen years ago. Shit, Six, yeah. sorry, sixteen <clears throat> years ago. Yeah, um, I mean, my first gig was uh, was more like twenty, twenty one years ago, and then I didn't do good, comedy for a while. Good God, how old were you? A fetus. Seventeen. Oh, pretty okay. Yeah, young. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So I like, and that was like, I did, I did a stand up comedy course. And then, and then the, the <laughs> gig took that? was at, at Fats. Oh, uh, there were a, a lot of people uh, doing doing that. I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, who who taught the course? Taught is what the course. I want to know. The guy who taught it at that stage was this guy called Tommy Honey, whose day job I think was an architect. Right. Um, <laughs> and, what, and what qualified him to teach stand up comedy? It was a very long time ago. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> he just thought, like, no one else is doing this. There's easy yeah. money to be made here. Well, you know, uh, there was there was a, a nascent comedy scene yep. at that at that, um, at that point, and then it all sort of culminated in us doing a gig at Bats because the course was itself was at Bats and and sort of run and co-op and yes. coordination with them and and Toy Fakari. So uh, for some reason, <laughs> performance, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, that um, sounds fantastic, Tommy Honey. Mm. God, I. It's a good comedy, no? I'm gonna, <laughs> is it though? If you gonna... if you were if you were a British comedian in the 1980s. You probably would have got confused with Tommy Cooper, wouldn't you, if that was the case? Maybe. Who but... was an established actor yeah, yeah. at that time. Um, okay, I, I hope we can find out more about Tommy Honey, perhaps uh, throughout the series. I'm going to make it my personal mission to track down Tommy Honey. He'd probably uh, find some buildings he's done. Well, <laughs> if, did he go by the architectural name Tommy Honey? I'm, I don't know. Well, let's let's find out over the, uh, over the course of the season. Um, anything else, Jared? Uh, what else? Oh, well, this this is something I think you know already, but I've, I don't think I've ever mentioned on the podcast yet. Is uh, I've got another child on the way, just on the mail, or uh, yeah, yeah, my my <laughs> my wife is pregnant, and uh, and yeah, so another daughter due at the end of January. Well, let me just say congratulations to you both. Thanks. 
Thanks. And I'm I'm sure I'm sure that our <laughs> our, our legions of, of listeners out there um, are also clamouring to offer their congratulations to you and your, your lovely bet. wife. I'll be I'll be looking very hard at the Facebook page and at Twitter <laughs> to, to see don't, don't all look of too the... hard. You may depress yourself. Yeah. Okay, great. What about yourself? Um, well, look, this and that, this and that. Uh, it would be remiss of me not to mention the fact that we had uh, uh, an iPhone <coughs> operating system update which brought with it some new emoji. Oh, yes, it would be completely <laughs> remiss of you to <laughs> which, not mention that. Which was exciting. Yep. Um, it was Back to the Future Day, of course, my favourite mm-hmm. my favorite film trilogy, Back to the Future. Um, oh, look, so many other exciting things. I, I can't even... Can't even remember all the all the crazy things. Um, How did you celebrate Back to the Future Day? Just very quietly, very yeah. quietly. Did not, you not like a geek? Did you watch any of the? No, I watched it the following weekend though. Okay, all of them. And then I just, just the first, the, two. the first two. Oh, the first two. Okay. Yeah, because a bit like you and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. three never happened. Really? Mm. You don't don't like three. You don't like, don't three? like three? No. See, a lot of people really rate three. Do they? Yeah. Who are those people? I love it. I think it's the best of the <laughs> Zemeckis of the trilogy. You are you serious? Because you got a mischievous grin <laughs> on your face at the moment. So no, you're not serious. I don't hate it. Um, I beat my girlfriend in mini golf twice since we've last been on air. Oh, which I'm pretty happy about. Yep. How um, does she feel about that? Um. Oh, look, she's 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 a great competitor. So she mm-hmm. didn't didn't want to lose. How many times has she beaten you? Zero. Played, okay, so you played, played two di- two games mm. in total of mini golf that you've played and you've yep. beaten her twice. Yeah, but I should okay. I should mention that because um, I I don't think yep. I'm an especially good mini golf player. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I do or or did I'll have to add now think I was especially good at was sledging. No, no, air hockey. All oh, right. Um, I thought I was an amazing air hockey player, and yep. um, I mean I've telegraphed the end of the story. You can tell yep. where it's going. But um, just a bit of background on this. Uh, at, at my old job. Um, a group of us used to go out and play air hockey at lunch times mm-hmm. for a little miniature trophy. I I won that trophy on a couple of occasions. I thought I was I was the man, as uh, as people used to say at air hockey. And um, her and I went went to an arcade, and there was an air hockey table, and I I, I sort of suggested that we play a bit of air hockey, thinking she's she's going to be so impressed when she sees how good <laughs> I am at this. And yeah. she destroyed me. And I'll tell you this: from the first hit, I wasn't. I wasn't taking it easy. I wasn't easing off in any way, yeah. and I, it, I just, it just got on top of me mentally, and I just, I crumbled. And she was excellent at uh, it, and she, she crushed me, seven two, I think it was. And, so, so, um, and one, and one of the ones I did score, I'm pretty sure, was a sympathy goal. So, <laughs> so in many ways, this, this, this mini golf thing was a, was a, was a vindication for you. Oh, can you ever really be? Because it's not like she came into the mini golf and was like, "I'm awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna win," which mm-hmm. is what I was like yeah. at air yeah. hockey. Um, so no, I wasn't vindicated at all. Funny. Um, we'll we'll have to have a game sometime of what air hockey. Cool. Yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's definitely do. That. I, I used to I used to do a, sim- a similar thing when I, um well, uh, we are at, the at coolest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, in fact, my, I at, when I was working in a call center at one stage, my supervisor. Um, <clears throat> used to arrange my breaks to coincide with his so we could go and play air hockey together. Excellent. Yeah. At Manor's Mall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same hunting ground for me. Uh, we'll have to find a new location, won't we? Because I don't believe there is a timeout on Manor's Mall anymore. No, no. It'll be a time zone somewhere. Um, well, let's let's do that. Let's play a game of air hockey. Yep. Maybe a best of three or something before the end of the season. Yeah, the only one I can think of is the one uh, uh, Laser Force. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've told you about my Laser Force story, haven't I? No. I've not told you about this. 
I'm not sure. <laughs> Fearless athlete and competitor Adam Wright <clears throat> yep. uh, invited to his friend's birthday party, and I'd never played Laser Force before, and um, I thought I'll give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? I think it was the, this guy's seventeenth um, or maybe sixteenth yep. birthday party, so I was the same age, and it was when Laser Force was down on Courtney Place. Mm-hmm. Is it still there? No, 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 no. Now it's um, next to the warehouse on Torrey Street. Oh yeah, okay. Um, and so I went in and. It was, you know, it was so dimly lit, and there's red lights and blue lights, and I yep. was, I was overawed from from the get go. Mm-hmm. And I strapped on the suit, and I got the gun, and we all listened to the thing, and everyone just ran in at full tilt. They like just ran into the course, and it was, you know, almost right. pitch black when you got in there. And I, I, I was kind of holding back, and so when the when the last person in front of me ran in, I ran in after them. I don't know what sort of fucking night vision hawk eyed bastards I was playing with, but they just disappeared like ninjas into the night i ran maybe three steps smack bang into a wall <laughs> and fell and fell backwards over and then someone who had gone in before me just did to, appeared around the corner and shot me twice in the chest and i was out <laughs> so uh, i had to go out and get reset and go back in and um i was just i was all at sea and then I, I was in there for i don't know 10 minutes i sucked i was terrible i was just it, it it got on top of me again and i i sort of slunk off and went next door and threw up in the toilets at mcdonald's what a story it's a great story <laughs> yeah. oh, um so and you have you ever played no, laser, laser fuck no. i'm not going back oh. that. terrible terrible stuff it's obviously not for me you i, th- I think you should go back you gotta face your fears no i'm have not you, have you done paintball yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all right at paintball because it's okay. the middle of the fucking day, and you know I can see where I'm going, and I'm not running into steel walls full tilt. Um, yeah. Well, it's a, it's it's a different world now, a whole different laser force. Well, I've, I've I'm gun shy. I'm going to get you back on the uh, back, no, uh, look, back on the horse. We'll, we'll back in the saddle. We'll play we'll play air hockey, but I, okay. I will not commit to laser force. Okay. Well, I know where there's an air hockey table. Great. At Laser Force. Well, great. We'll play the hockey and we'll leave yep. again. <laughs> anyway, okay. um, and the last thing I wanted to discuss before we get into the show proper um, <clears throat> is, is a segment. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sort of informally do this this season. Yep. It's not going to be every week. Okay. Um, it's a bit of an investor's corner. So if you're a, an eagle-eyed investor, I've, uh, I've tracked down some investments for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all off Kickstarter. Right again, yep, <laughs> yeah, yep. which is where I like to um, place most of my faith in, in, in investments. Um, so, Jared, I'm just going to really quickly go through a few of these. Uh, you can invest in 1803 Bacon and Brews. That's in Columbus, Ohio. That's an artisan bacon diner with craft beer. So you can invest in that, which yep. sounds excellent, doesn't it? You you want maybe you want to back a highly successful video game franchise? Why not channel your money into Manatee Simulator. <laughs> manatee Simulator aims to be the most advanced manatee simulator ever created. So that's seeking... compared to <laughs> I don't know. They're seeking a hundred thousand dollars. Let me just check in on that. Still at zero. So um, uh, they've got a wee way to go there. Is there are there any screenshots? Are they uh, no, just the title screen, which just says Manatee Simulator in the same font as like your your sort of Microsoft Flight Simulator. All oh, right, good. Um, do you think that might be a gag? No, I do not. Having read it, um, yep. there's also you know that people love to keep clean, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and a really important part of any sort of product launch is having a catchy name, mm-hmm. I think, which is why Jared, you need to buy Clud. Uh, <laughs> Clud is a kitchen cloth for every day. 
um, this in this invention is a roll of seven identical cloths yep. that have the days of the week <laughs> embroidered onto them. Clud, the uh, kitchen cleaning solution. It says here, your yep. kitchen cloth is 200,000 times dirtier than your toilet seat. Maybe if you're wiping up fecal matter all day. 200,000 times. Yeah. That's um a big claim. Yep. I guess it depends on how often you clean your cloth and how often you clean your toilet seat. Indeed, indeed it does. Um, um, but the last, the last investment I want to run by you, Jared, is yep. under the section uh, gadgets. Uh, they're seeking two hundred thousand dollars, based in New York <coughs> City. Another great product name here: the JSWS Plus. Uh, finally, <laughs> finally, they've combined two things that I've been looking for. Yep. And I'll tell you what they are as soon as I read the headline for you. The JSWS Plus protects your home from intruders and dust <laughs> right <laughs> it's Both. a it's a robotic vacuum cleaner that has a built-in home security camera <laughs> okay <laughs> so good. get good. on board with well, any the, of those come back to me when it's got a gun on it <laughs> clud gun, <laughs> gun, gun um the 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 beer and bacon one seems um you know given that given the oh, news of the past week terrible terrible <laughs> timing i know or given given that the uh, you know another another big carcinogen is of course alcohol yeah so um <clears throat> hooray <laughs> death for all at reasonable yeah. prices and best in cancer hooray a lot of people have jared and a lot yep. of people have made a lot of money out of it absolutely all right should we get into the show proper we should all right the first well, segment of the rank of course it's always been newsmakers newsmakers they're the people that make the news Honey, trickling into my <laughs> trickling into my ear. Uh, why don't you lead us off, Jerry? It doesn't sound that nice. <laughs> um, now, at the risk of stepping on your um on on your on your patch here, mm. um, oh. I go on. We'll see. I I, I found uh, this this wonderful article. Um, uh, <laughs> apparently, sharks almost always only bite men. Wow. Like and it's, it's something like in a hundred shark attacks, yep. three of them will be women. Is that three because, of the victims will be women? Is that because <clears throat> men are, are stupider and, and go into that more riskier does, places? That does seem to be the <laughs> uh, the, the 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 outcome. Um, the, the, so shark attacks are general uh, are unlikely in general. Yep. You know they're not yep. they're not they're they're, they're they're fairly fairly rare. Yes. But this is this. Why do sharks prefer gentlemen? Uh, probably because men are more likely to do stupid things, says John West, the aptly named curator. John of, West, yeah, exactly, <laughs> a curator of the Australian shark attack file at Taronga Zoo. Yeah, <clears throat> it reflects a historic pattern of more males engaged in marine aquatic activities, <laughs> especially so, yeah. those that put humans most at risk. For example, surfing, diving, long distance swimming, kayaking, etc. So yeah, um, so so <laughs> it's not it's not that sharks prefer to eat men no. necessarily. It's just that they more, have more access. Right, but nevertheless, that most shark attacks, are men. Maybe it's that maybe it's that <coughs> Y chromosome. They really prefer the taste of the Y chromosome. Exactly, more delicious. Um, well, I've got I've got one here. Asteroid about to flash past Earth gives astronomers the creeps. Bizarrely, um, you think yep. being an astronomer that an asteroid would be the last thing to give you the creeps, but it says a huge chunk of space rock about to whiz past the Earth is sending chills down the spine of the space community. It says here partly because that is, that is because in many parts of the world it will be Halloween when the asteroid is closest to Earth. Mm. Mm. 
insignificant, I would have thought. Yeah. No, no one knew until a few weeks ago the estimated 400-meter-wide object was hurtling our way and will get nearly, nearly as close to us as the moon. <laughs> so that is a whisker away, isn't it? <laughs> it's frightening to think an asteroid this size approaching so close to Earth was discovered in 21 days before its closest approach, which just happens to be Halloween, Paul Cox said. I, I hope it's in the shape of a jack-o'-lantern. or or, or, or maybe a flaming skull Um, it doesn't say that here but let's not rule it out the the last quote I'll read you from scientist Paul Cox says if that doesn't give you the chills nothing will (laughs) well Paul it looks like nothing will in that case because that does definitely not give me the chills Mm -hmm. yeah so that's uh, that's (laughs) my my first news story well my second one Mm. uh, is now this is a bit of celebrity news oh good um (laughs) thank goodness here we go Mm. all creative people are believers of the supernatural says (laughs) vin diesel oh okay yep actor vin diesel is convinced that all creative people believe in the supernatural (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. please keep going uh the american muscle man co-stars with elijah wood and the last witch hunter a movie about the forces of good and evil and mystical creatures he's sure there's more to life than science and thinks people with an arty streak all feel the same in my opinion all creative people people believe in that sort of stuff then told germany's bravo magazine i love all types of fantasy stories and magic well they're not fantasy stories are they this is I th- and the mystical beliefs don't stop there the star is also very superstitious and completes certain ri- rituals regularly I knock on wood and cross myself before getting on a plane he continued is ridiculous yeah <clears throat> where's, he, where's he getting wood from does he carry a piece of lumber with him around uh, knocks on wood and crosses himself um, I think and God, uh, I think what what this amounts to is that he's drawing a very long bow in order <laughs> to to sell what, by all accounts, is quite a shitty film. I that, think so too. That I'm never nevertheless going to go and see, almost certainly. But because <coughs> the last Witch Hunter looks completely stupid. Um, is that something that you'll perhaps be asked to review um, for ZB? Um, maybe. I, get, I mean, I get to kind of pick what I what I want. Oh, great! Make, well, yeah. it's sold then. Yeah. Do you ever get? Um, sorry to do this now, Jared, yeah. and put you on the spot. Do you ever get uh, two tickets or just one? Yeah, always two tickets. Always two. Yeah. Always two. Always two. But it's, it's always been two, is it? Yep. Oh, just, yeah, every, just, every time. Uh, just usually. Oh, okay. Quite often, take my wife. Oh, that's but if, that's if she doesn't want to go, yeah. then um. Well, you, maybe I'll. Do you have to get a babysitter in for that, or? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, save yourself the cost. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Awkward. Good, good, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, my my last news story yep. is Crisp Eater. <laughs> which is, is, a, that, is it his name? A, no, just a <laughs> Crisp great, Eater. A great, a great start to any headline. Yep. Crisp Eater mm-hmm. shares unbelievable discovery in his packet of crisps. Oh, uh, the, unbelievable! The lucky diner was treated to something many a- of us have dreamed of finding: a portal to hell. No. <laughs> that would be unbelievable wouldn't yep. it um it says here mm-hmm. everyone remembers that really fun time they found a kit kat full of chocolate and no wafer well i don't i've it's no i've had a few kit kats as well uh or cracked open a double yolk cream egg no no never. that's never happened to me either mm-hmm. have you have you had a double yoker and just had a regular egg yeah i've never had that mm-hmm. everyone, everyone i know has had a double yoker except me except for the unlucky uh you know it's going to be a good day when you get one of these unexpected treats 
But who knows what it means when you open your bag of crisps and find this astonishing miss from quality control. Now, Jerry, just before I reveal what this was, it? Yeah. what do you think would be, as a, the article has said, an, an, an astonishing, unbelievable find in a packet of crisps? Whole potato? You've nailed it. Really? Yep. He's found a, <laughs> he's found a whole potato <laughs> Amazing. Uh, in a bag of crisps. Uh, the bag of crisps contained a whole potato. It was uh, it was deep fried and covered in salt. And uh, he said it wasn't very nice. Oh, it sounds like it would be nice. Um, the well, the ba- the brand of crisps he was eating was Dirty Crisps. Not not sure I'd immediately That's, flock to them. Yeah, it could be could be his problem to begin with. <laughs> he says tried it, wasn't good. Tasted like a stale burnt French fry. Uh, the head of Dirty Crisps commented, uh, All that's happened here is the slicer head has jammed in the potato chip maker and a potato slipped into the fryer. They're really good when they're fresh. It's kind of like an oversized wedge. So mystery solved there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I did have one other story, but I'm not going to read you the full story. Basically, yep. I didn't quite um, get what's oh, happened? Siri's I accidentally joined us. triggered Siri. Yep. That's, that's fine. Um, there's basically a weird animal has been found, um, yep. with the body of a of a bull or sorry a buffalo yep. and the head of a crocodile. Has it though? Yes, and that is all we need to ask ourselves on that. Yep. Okay. So Jared, uh, it's time to get into some of our new segments. Mm-hmm. First new segments <clears throat> is the sports desk. It is we're, indeed. Uh, but we're not going to cover, you know. Rugby, soccer, as I call it, football, cricket, yeah. basketball. I'm not going to keep naming sports. We're not going to cover those mainstream sports. You're going to cover the good ones. I'm going to cover the good ones. The old. The, so this is the old sports desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, from the world of chess boxing, which I'm sure <laughs> yeah. you've heard of. Yeah. You have heard of chess boxing. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, Nikolai Shajin from Russia has claimed the world heavyweight title. Congratulations, Nikolai. Chess boxing, if you're not familiar, is where you do a round of boxing and then go and play um, a few moves on a chessboard and then back to the boxing and then back to the chess. Apparently, it's amazing. It's an endorphin rush like no other. Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine. Good news. If uh, I mean, you know, Jared, you want to have a crack at this? The UK belt is currently vacant. Oh, wow. So, you play chess? Uh, I, I have done in the past. You ever want to beat the shit out of someone? Well, not. Have you ever wanted to have the shit beaten out of you? Oh, so much. Yeah, this could be the sport for you. Want to relive Uh, across now to to the high octane uh, sport that is cheese rolling. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations to Chris Anderson, who for the fifth time has become the world cheese rolling champ. Um, The next, the next cheese rolling event is set for Cooper's Grove on May thirtieth, twenty sixteen. So get into training now all you cheese rollers out there. And lastly, from the world of snail racing, the World Championships of Snail Racing was held uh, in Dayton in the UK, and the champion snail was called George. Very good. So that's Congratulations, all, George. Everything you need to know from the world of old sports there. Do, do you have to have like special cheese for cheese rolling? Like, do they... I'd go with a wheel. Yeah, well, absolutely. You don't but, want to throw but, a wedge down there. Well... Or some slices. But you'd want you'd want it to be a well constructed wheel. You'd hard like, cheese. Yeah, but but like you'd you'd need it to be um, you know, bilaterally symmetrical so it didn't overbalance. I know. think I but, think because I think there's a strong possibility when you're creating a, a cheese mm. and you and and 
presumably enrobing it in wax, that hard wax, mm-hmm. that perhaps it's 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 uneven, like it's not a perfect, um, you know, flat cylinder. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 in some way overbalanced or or or, or um, <laughs> that sort of thing. What do you do? Do you do? You, well, don't don't it, enter that one. Is it permissible to you know to shave some wax your, off your cheese in order to balance it out and ensure? <laughs> I think it would be a smooth transition um, yeah. down, the, down the slope. Yeah, yeah, I reckon it would be. I or, can't see any reason is, why or not. Or is that well? That could also be considered tempering. Well, no, because. Yeah. You, you know, if it was Formula One, there's very strict rules. Well, Formula about... Formula One, all the cars have to be the, exactly the same. I don't yeah. think the same rules of Formula of Formula One apply to cheese rolling. It's still a race. Yeah, it is, but you know, so is snail racing. But yeah. you know, I don't think there might be some slight differences in the snails as well. <laughs> Maybe. I'd enter a, one <coughs> of those breeds. one of those big, huge New Zealand native snails. Yeah, because it'll have less distance to travel, wouldn't it? If you think about it, it'll be halfway through the race just by sitting on the start. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, and maybe maybe we need to encourage that because they're endangered, right? So um, so do if we, we do we want to encourage a snail racing? Yeah, because if you if we encourage people to to, to serve, like we make them a commodity, a valuable commodity, and breed them and all that sort of stuff, then you know and, and have some interest. <laughs> I mean, in you snails. say a valuable commodity. I don't know how much money there is in in snail racing. Yeah, if you create a betting uh, industry around it, then I'm sure there will be. All right. Well, we could perhaps look into get Chris Cairns on the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's now time for the last bit of our sort of news sport uh, and this trilogy. It's the traffic report. It is. Um, do you want to take us away on some, some traffic news, some traffic yeah. reports? Yeah, basically uh, all of the traffic. I, I, I drive here uh, earlier. Yep. Traffic, it's, it's, it's terrible, uh, but it's ter- generally terrible, and it's only going to get worse. If you're not cycling, you're part of the problem, ruining the planet with your smoke-belching planet destroying harbingers of doom yeah that's traffic from from me um, um i can report the drive <laughs> from my house to countdown is is pretty smooth flowing tonight yep um small delays in the meat aisle of the supermarket itself there always mm-hmm. is people tend to gather around the chicken breasts oh yeah so avoid that if you can uh bit of congestion there around the around the basin reserve so if you're heading into town from say island bay and you want to avoid the basin for i don't know religious reasons uh, I'd recommend going through Brooklyn, across up Crory, up over the Rumatuckers, through Otaki, north again to Magatsunoka, south through the Wire Wrapper, in past Upper Hutt to get to Wellington Central. Um, that'll probably take you a good six hours more, but you will avoid the troublesome basin area. Yeah, it's supposed to be very troublesome on Saturday night, isn't it? It's very troublesome, and we'll come to that yeah. a little bit later on. Anyway, that was <clears throat> new sport traffic. We don't do weather. No. So that was... Uh, Maybe one day. Well, we might not do traffic anymore either. Um, <laughs> uh, and now it's on to yet another new section, Joe, which I'm <clears> very <throat> excited about. This is a choose-your-own-adventure. It is. So this is very similar to Baker's Bedtime Story. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Well, basically, it's like... <laughs> as, you, as you've said, it's very similar to Baker's Bedtime Story. So we're going to tell a, we're going to tell a story. The, the twist is, uh, over the course of the season, we're going to tell just a single story. And um, at the end of each segment of the story... Um, Adam is going to have to make a choice about what to do next, as mm. as per the old choose your own adventure books. Osborne um, used to do yeah. that, didn't they? Uh, yeah, mm. I think so. I um, love those. I love those. And so, I, so we'll we'll see. And and I've, it's not going to be a very long story because I've only sort of written one kind of segment of it each each time. Maybe for the next one, we'll do we'll, we'll get a bit more complicated. But we'll we'll just see how this we'll see how this goes. All right. Well, okay. 
I'm stripped in. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Hearing your name called, you rise from your seat at the side of the stage and walk confidently towards the lectern. In front of you sits your entire school, filling the Hutt Valley High Auditorium. Wow, very autobiographical. Clearing your throat, you begin your speech, <clears throat> only to be greeted by a chorus of laughter. First giggles, then guffaws, then full-blown belly laughs. Soon, everyone present is laughing and pointing at you. Perfect. Looking down, you realise that it's because for some reason you're entirely naked. Face red oh. and covering yourself with your hands, you run from the stage. <laughs> Suddenly, your embarrassing escape is interrupted by a loud beeping sound. Near deafening, it seems to be coming from all around you. Could it be a fire alarm, a tsunami warning, or something else? <laughs> You're surprised to find yourself opening your eyes. Slowly waking up, you realise that the unpleasant noise is only your alarm clock. Blearily, you reach over toward the clock to silence it. Do you, one, press snooze and try to get a few minutes more sleep? Or two, press stop and drag yourself out of bed? I, I'm going to have to respond as true to life mm -hmm. as, as I can, Jared. I always press snooze. Okay. Unless I've got like something <clears throat> super pressing to do, like a flight to catch, then I'll always press snooze. So that's my option. I'll, I'll press snooze. Very good. Okay, we'll find out the consequences of that next time on Choose Your Own Adventure. <laughs> I can hardly wait to find out the, con the consequences of staying in bed for a few <laughs> minutes longer. What could they be? <laughs> I hope an asteroid doesn't come through and, and crush me in my, yeah, in my bed. Oh, it's a very creepy asteroid. <laughs> it chills down my spine. Yeah. Whew, well, uh, that, was, that was Choose Your Own Adventure. Um, we'll find out about that next week. And it's on to... Yet another new segment. That's Indeed. right. We have totally freshened up the podcast this season. Uh, this segment is called Give Us a Job. Now, each week we're going to take turns. We're going to alternate <clears throat> in interviewing the other for a job. The catch is they're not going to know what job they're interviewing for. And at the end, they have to guess what it is. Um, so this week, Jared's come in for his interview with me, the interviewer. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll be interviewing Jared for the job. And at the end... Uh, he'll be trying to guess what, what the job is. Now, it could be anything. It could be a real position. It could be a made-up position. Uh, the only thing is that I've emailed Jared a little bit of a clue, and I've said it's a very high-profile uh, uh, job. Yep. Now, at home, you can you can play along with this one too, um, and you can try and guess the job as okay. well. Yep. There's nothing stopping you. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. All right. So you've, you've come along. <clears throat> ah, uh, Mr. Baker, thank you very much for, for coming in. Have a seat. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. Okay, good. Good confident start. Um, okay, so um, as you're aware, it's a, it's a very high-profile role. Uh, yes. what, what drew you to it in the first place? Well, um, I'm, you know, uh, I'm confident in the spotlight. Uh, and, good. I, and, I, and I thought, what? Uh, I, thought, I thought this was a perfect, uh, a perfect, uh, role for my for my my skills and abilities and my and my ambitions you know to t I, I think for me and my career development I could mm -hmm. really take this to the next level and um and and knock it out of the park great I mean you've used a you've used a, an analogy there that obviously um you know alludes to your great love of sport mm -hmm. um have you always have you always loved sport Oh, absolutely. From 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 uh, you know, I I played uh, both cricket and rugby uh, from from a very young age. Okay, mm -hmm. good. And obviously, um, with this position, you'd be you'd be helping you'd be helping grow 
Um, what are your What are your plans? Uh, where do you plan to take the organisation? Maybe ten years from now. Ten years from now. Mm. Well, I think I'd, I'd like to I'd like to build further on the existing successes. I mean, sure. you know, obviously uh, the organisation itself has gone from strength to strength, and um, and it certainly has of late. Yeah, and and I I, I and I hope to to. I mean, it seems it seems a bit cliche to say I want to do more of the same, but 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 better, you know. Um. <laughs> good, good, more of the same. All yeah. right. Um, I'm not sure that's the answer I was expecting to give, yeah. but um, look, you can only be honest, and, yeah. and we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us about a time where you've you've faced um what would seem like insurmountable challenges, um, and and you've used your particular skills to to conquer those challenges? Well, um, well, I, I mean, I, I think to, to, a certain, to a certain extent, this is, for me, it feels a bit like a trick question because I don't believe that any challenge is insurmountable. You know, if you're faced with a, with a, with a, big, with a big problem, you, you, um, or you multiple know, problems, multiple problems, mm. you put, you, you, you just got to look, Look back to, um, to to the core of of what your organisation is about. Yep, and and you know even if you get knocked right back, you can rebuild and start again. Wow, that's that's truly <clears throat> truly inspiring stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of inspiration, yep. um, wanting to come into the organisation, who who do you look to um, as as perhaps a source of inspiration? That someone that that you've looked up to that sort of made you. Who would you want to channel for for <clears throat> this role? Uh, Almost certainly, uh, Sir Richard Branson. Mm. Yeah. Golly, that's yep. okay. Good. Um, hero of hero, absolute hero of mine. Wow. I mean, you're almost lost for words now. So I can yep. I can see how much um, Sir Richard must yep. must mean to you. Um, with with commercial opportunities, do you what do you see as is more important, um, profits, or perhaps the the, the human the human element? I, th- I think you need to you the, you need to balance the two. Um, that's that's something that we've we've I guess struggled with in the past. Um, how would you go about rebalancing that? Well, you know, ultimately the the core goal of any business is to profit. Excellent right. answer. I'll stop right. you there. All right. <laughs> um, I mean that that ties in with our our values. Yeah. Um, what what do you what do you say uh, to people that say you'll you'll crack under the stress of this role? Well, though those people uh, haven't have clearly not seen me in a stressful situation, um, and seen how I how I flourish under pressure. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any objections to the to the immense amount of travel that you'll be required to undertake? Um, look, I'll be honest with you. I have a family, um, yeah. and I and I like to I, I I do like to um to spend time with 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 my family. So that so that's obviously um a, a, a concern. But I'm sure you know um that that for the for the for the right thing, the right compensation, um, anything can happen. Oh, you'll be oh you'll be very very. Very well compensated, right. and uh, you yourself will have a hand in determining that compensation. Just one last mm-hmm. question here: um, 
what what would you say if we came to you uh, and how do you feel about having someone killed? About having someone killed? For, for the benefit of the organisation. <clears throat> well, it depends who and what they've done. A fine answer mm-hmm. indeed. Look, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, we're looking to make a decision fairly quickly. Okay. Um, Obviously, things can't just ground to a halt, uh, as you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so that's that's the end of the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to have a crack at guessing uh, what the job what the job was? Do you want to go over any of the the clues that we went over, or? Um, I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, so having someone killed. Yep. Was 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 one of them. Massive amounts of money, massive amounts of tra- uh, travel. The organisation has faced some pretty severe challenges recently. Yeah. Uh, and obviously having you, someone killed. You're you're a big sports fan as well. I'd, yep. I'd focus less on the on the yep. having someone killed. But it's a possibility. But it's it's a distinct possibility. I don't know, helicopter explosion, something like that. Right. Uh, and the sports is quite important. Very, very important. Mm. <clears throat> Does it involve cricket? No. Okay. It does not. No. I look. I'm. I'm. I'm lost. What is. What is uh, the job? That was an interview for the role of the new president of FIFA. All oh, right. So, okay. um, the fact that you were seemingly open to the idea of having someone whacked, yeah, put you in good stead. So <laughs> you're at the top of the top of the list there. Very good. Uh, so next week, Jared will be interviewing me for a job, and we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. Uh, on now to yet another, yet another news segment. It's uh, horoscopes. Yes. it's I, I have done some stargazing, and each week I'm going to read out um, two two horoscopes, and this is for the next uh, two or three months. Okay. This, so this is prediction. a talent that I didn't realize you had. Yeah. Well, neither did I, Jared. Until you... until one day, I was at um, I was getting my washing in late. I'd forgotten to bring it in. Yep. I looked up at the stars, and it just came to me. Yep. It just came to me. Because, okay. I, cause I, you know, to be honest, mm. I'm a little surprised that you're a, a believer in astrology. Oh, very much so, very much so. Yeah. Um, I guess all creative people are <laughs> believers in the in the supernatural. I've always said that. Yeah. Mm. It's good to have some backing this week from, <laughs> from Vin. From Vin uh, Diesel, yeah. Someone I yep. greatly respect. Um, what what stars, What's your star sign, Jared? It's Gemini. Gemini, okay. Uh, I'm a Cancer myself. Uh, so neither of us come up in the first week. I'm doing uh, Leo and Capricorn. Cool. Uh, so Leos are born between July 23 and August 22. Yep. Leo, this is your, your horoscope for the next few months. Another boneheaded scheme dies on its ass this month, but not to worry, brave Leo, as you'll lurch haphazardly into the next one in no time. Financially, I see an impending disaster. This may involve the purchase of property, or a sandwich, or a $15 pack of four automotive fuses from Repco. Better news on the home front is you have never been more popular. Your family respects you in a begrudging kind of way. If you have children, it could be time to think of selling one. Romantically, the news is not so good. Your struggles in the bedroom look set to continue for a while yet. Experiment with aphrodisiacs like cocaine, oysters, or spending the night in a haunted house. Your lucky numbers are 9, 43, and 2.581. Your lucky colour is fluorescent black. That's uh, that's Leo. <clears throat> Capricorn. This is uh, for people born between December 22 and January 19. 
Lately, you've been feeling down in the dumps, or over the moon, or fairly stable. It's hard to know which for sure. Either way, things are about to get very busy for you. Like the bizarre goat cum fish that is your sign, you're all over the place in the coming months. You'll likely have to make a difficult decision involving a Turkish-born snake handler that sells fruit from a wooden stall. Do not be fooled into dealing with a Turkish-born snake handler that sells fruit from a concrete shop front. This is a red herring. In early December, you get news from afar. You may need to travel because of this. The great astral forces have a message for you. Don't fly with Jetstar. Your lucky number is Pi, and your lucky smell is petrol. Very good. So that's uh, that's Leo and Capricorn. There you there. Go, Leo and Capricorn. Everyone else, you're just gonna have to wait. You are gonna have to wait. We'll we'll cover them all off uh, over the course of the season. Um, I believe it's time for something that we might need to do a little bit of preparation for, Jared. Yes. It's our returning segment, and almost the only returning segment. It's the experiments. I know, we're very excited about this. Um, so we're shifting to uh, looking at the same experiment each week now. Um, we're going to be looking at things that you might have access to at home. You know, not everyone can run an iPhone off a lemon battery or race an iPhone or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it was they did. And, yep. Or pretend to boil some eggs or show that they <laughs> are a telekinetic master like yeah, you did. Absolutely. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we thought, we thought we'd, we've sort of crossed the experiments with Target uh, in, a, in a way or Fair Go. <laughs> if you like, There'll or be, Consumer Magazine. There will be no masturbating. Oh. I can absolutely <laughs> guarantee you that. Not by us. Maybe. Sorry? Well, what do you mean? The listeners can do what they like. Oh, well, yeah, you do in the, in the privacy of your own yeah, home. Absolutely, absolutely. Go, go for gold. But um, that won't be part of the segment, is what <laughs> no, I'm saying. No. I mean, not, just on target. Not, a lot of that. not this segment. Not not any segment that I've okay. been okay, involved good. in. Yeah. Um, so would you like to talk us through, uh, I'm putting you on the spot here, I know, would you, because since I came yep. up with it and we haven't really discussed it, but would you like to talk us through comprehensively this week's experiment? Okay, well th- this week we're testing the claim that Makona heft mir, mm. <laughs> yeah, or has more, I believe. Thank you, thank you for your translation there, yeah. I had no has, idea what that has meant. More. Mm. Uh, so uh, we th- we thought that was a a, a fairly bold claim mm. uh, for for a, an instant coffee product to make um, that it that it has more mm, um, than than others. So what what we're going to do is a trial. We're going to trial it. Now, my my question at the beginning was was more mm, than what, like you know because. Let's be let's be realistic. The um the the instant coffee category is competing with a, with a lot of other uh, uh, drink possibilities. It could be tea, water, sure, um, Coke. In this instance, we're yep. we're <clears throat> trying to compare apples with apples. Yep. Um, and so, so we're, we're comparing it with apples. So, so <laughs> we're we're comparing uh, Makona with, with an apple with another <laughs> freeze dried instant coffee product. Yes. Uh, in this case, Nescafe Gold, mm-hmm. the market leader, I believe. Right. So, Makona Heft Morton, we will probably less of a quizzical, more of a hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll soon find out. Now we haven't got the Makona with us at this second. I am now going to go and prepare us some Nescafe Gold and some Makona. Now, Jared, because I respect you and because I like you, I've yeah. gone all out and gotten Makona with a hint of chocolate. Whoa! So yum yum. Okay. Um, the Nescafe won't have that. We could put a bit of Milo on it. Well, I don't have Milo, so no. we can't do that either. Sorry. Do you, do you have any chocolate? I've got Venezuelan black, and right. I think 
a half-eaten mint aero bar in the fridge. <laughs> in the fridge, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. look after your aero bars. Okay, <laughs> well, let, let's let's go and let's go and prepare the coffees. And, All right, um, uh, we'll we'll see we'll, you return with the experiment very soon. Well, um, right, we've had our we've had our drinks, <laughs> our Nescafe Gold, and our Macona with a hint of chocolate. Uh, Adam, you had yours black. I I chose uh, to augment mine with uh, with some milk leche cafe con leche yeah as um, they'd say in Macona's homeland with uh, milk that was past its expiry date but <coughs> it was fine it did not turn into curds in the um in the in the mugs so great what a shining endorsement um so the big question did Macona heft mur mm. well um so should we talk about our method yeah so we didn't it was not a blind trial. No, we 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 knew what was in the cups, um, and it was going to be potentially obvious anyway, given that one of them had a, a hint of chocolate, mm. and um, the Nescafe was Nescafe sans chocolate. <laughs> so exotic. Yeah. Um, but other than other than the smell, mm. there wasn't a lot between them, was there? I, I found that the Nescafe... Um, first of all, I should quantify this by saying I'm I'm no uh, freeze-dried coffee expert. I've no. never made a freeze-dried coffee before in my life because I'm fucking civilised and I don't <laughs> live in a cave. Well, la-dee-da. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it said a hint of chocolate on the Makona. Mm. I opened it up. The the chocolate smell just about slapped me in the face. It was, yeah. it was pretty chocolatey smelling. Uh, when we made it... You could still tell a little bit with the smell, but the taste—the taste of chocolate not, was not there. Yeah, didn't taste the chocolate either. And well, and you, I had the milky one; couldn't taste the chocolate either. No, I suspect it, I suspect both coffees may have been more pleasant with milk, just because maybe milk tends to add, you know, but things it, like fat and sweetness to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, you know, what can I say? I'm a black coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. So uh, no, but I have a latte every morning, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is mostly milk. So anyway, um, so we had it. Um, I would say the level of mm from the Nescafe was mm. What mm-hmm. you what would you say? Yeah, I'd say well, well, you heard well, you you. I tried the Nescafe first, and I went. Mm. It was very mm. stunted, wasn't yeah. it? It was very mm. stunted. Um, not a great cuppa, but then I tried. The Makona. The Makona. And there wasn't much of a mm, at all. No. In um, fact, for me, the Makona had a distinctly bizarre chemically aftertaste. Yeah. So on balance, we would say, and only only comparing it to two trials, so maybe there are other <laughs> shittier copies that it's measuring itself against. Yeah, maybe. That uh, Makona actually has slightly less mm. mm. But it's not saying much at all because <laughs> neither of the ones we trialed so scientific can had much. Mm. Mm. No, mm. So. I, I'm saying <clears throat> now in, in agreement with you. In fact, the mm. the mm I have done to you is mere mm. Yeah. Then heft McKerner. So Baker and Wright <laughs> heft mere mm. mm. That could be our new <laughs> our new slogan. Yes, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Well, that's. A cracking round uh, of experiments. Um, That's pretty much us. We've we've we've, we've wrapped up the the show. Um, 
Next week, Jared, we're going to have some exciting news to discuss. We certainly are. We are off to together to go as two two guys, two mates would go. Yep. To Robbie Williams. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go in costume? Or are we going to dress as him? Are we going to dress as like do you as do, him? Yeah. Is that what you do? No. no that's, you you're thinking a, of the you, sevens. Okay. Do you dress uh, like with the kiss makeup? No, probably if you're going to see Kiss, you'd dress as with the Kiss well, makeup. But he's uh, he's in sort of that Kiss makeup and all of the posters and stuff. Yeah, right? that's because because the tour is the Let Me Entertain You tour, and yep. in the music video to Let Me Entertain You, he yep. appears in that that makeup. But he, okay. but normally he doesn't have that. So he's named the tour after like a song that's what fifteen years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, Good kidding. song though. Yeah. What a song! It, Imagine yeah. if he doesn't do it. How many other songs has he got? Loads, yeah. Life through a lens. There you go. His land. Oh, sorry, I'm giving myself away. It's too much of Robbie fan. Uh, and before we move on, we are, we should thank uh, the generosity of David Parker, who has uh, hooked us up with tickets for that for for quids. So thank David, you, David. David Parker, minister, member of parliament. No. Okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, a different, a different David Parker. Yep. Um, thank you, David. Uh, my sincere and Jared's sincere thank yous go yeah, to, thank you. to you. Uh, and thank you to my girlfriend, Alexandra, for putting us in contact with David. Thanks. Thanks to everyone involved. And yep. I'm sure we'll be saying thank you to Robbie for providing we will us be. The, rock, the rock DJ himself. Standing O. Who's opening for him? I, there was oh, there's an opener, is there? Yeah. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited. Oh, no, I did see someone that said with support from. Yeah. Was... I, I don't know who, though. Should we look it up now or. Can we be bothered? We'll find out. We'll, I can't you, be bothered. We'll, 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 we'll be a, full report next week. It'll be a nice surprise. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to go see Robbie, uh, and we'll talk about that uh, mm-hmm. next week. In the meantime, uh, if you've got any questions for us, comments or anything like that, you can hit us up on Facebook, or I'm on Twitter, on at Ghetto Anger. Uh, and I'm at right, W-R-I-G-H-T underscore now. Indeed. So at right now, and at Ghetto Anger. Um, the Facebook page is just called Baker and Wright. So yeah. get along, give us a like. You can also get me on Snapchat and Instagram on that on that the same thing. So okay, and Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Jared up on Hearthstone if it's you've a, got a comment a about the podcast. Yeah. This is the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. Um, you, you can also send a carrier pigeon yeah. uh, send a raven for Jared yeah. uh, anyway uh, that was Baker and Wright this week that was the first episode of season 8 thank you so much for downloading listening uh, interacting with us in any way you, you, you have um, and we'll see you again in a week's time indeed farewell goodbye goodbye